Hello, Brisbane. Minister for Sport says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a high gate hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane, the show where we take a look at a Brisbane suburb and, you might have guessed it, we unpack it. My name's Joe DeWire and with me today is magnificent co-host Henry Bretz. Hello, Brisbaneites. Good evening. Oh, wait, you don't know it's evening. No, no. You could be listening to it in the morning. Way to work. Definitely don't listen to it between 10am mm. and 2pm. We can't be... tell you why. And also, I mean, you know, there's the main reason that we can't tell the listen. Also, you know, those are productive hours. They're, it, they're your four good hours. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially in Brisbane. Because, yeah. it, you know, it can be light till quite late and That's you want to be out playing with your kids. So true. And with that tight Brisbane reference, that really ties us in nicely. Oh, thanks, What's man. There? Hey, great Brisbane reference to a show that's literally about Brisbane. I don't know, mate. Is it? Because sometimes <laughs> we talk about a lot of other things. I mean, it's a good thing that Game of Thrones has finished airing because yeah. that did seem to take up a lot of our reference material. Yeah, it was a pretty saturated space, the Game mm. of Thrones podcast area, and we thought if we could kind of... Jam our way in there mm. through a podcast about suburbs, which we accidentally fell in love with as we went along. Absolutely. With it. And speaking of suburbs, Henry, what suburb do we have today to analyse, to unpack? We've got Winham today, Joey. Oh, We're ha, going ha. out to the bay. You win them, you lose them, but you're always a winner and win them. They don't call them losing them, <laughs> mate. Uh, yeah, we are heading out to the bay. Mm. Uh, the, it's a little further out from where we were last time. We were talking New Farm. We've mm. sort of gone really, out. Really, we've gone almost as in a city as you can and then straight to the coast. Yeah, which is going to be good. I, I, Winham, can I, I'll say from the outset, mm. I really do like it. It's a. Yeah. It's got a very non-Brisbane feel. Very true. It's, it's like a lot of the suburbs we've done. I do feel like the best suburbs of Brisbane feel like their own thing more yeah. than they feel like Brisbane. Like that's the beauty of New Farm and Paddington and Wynnum is they have very distinct identities outside of actually just being in Brisbane. And as we said on the weekend, I mean Brisbane. Yeah, don't take this as us just being absolutely propagandist about. You know, it's got some shitholes. Oh God, yeah. But we're probably just not going to talk <laughs> you about. Ever them. been to like where we record this podcast? Oh, man, I think you've got a lovely basement. Oh, sl- thanks, bro. <laughs> this dungeon area where we... This creepy bunker where we hang yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. It's insane that it's four layers below the earth because we're scared of anyone stealing the comedy gold we spit out. Yeah, I know. There's like a lot of other podcasts I'm top trying to get <laughs> yeah. in and claw yeah, away. Yeah, really. Never... Yeah. Not, not down here. Uh, we're talking about winning. Before we get into... Housekeeping. It, yeah, a bit of housekeeping. Let's keep it. Uh, we've been pretty clear in the last couple of episodes that uh, this is not a podcast really because we care that much about the history of no. Brisbane. We're trying to get the attention of the one and only Andrew Lofthouse. Lofty, if you're listening, give us a call. Well, you know, I wanted a call when we started recording the show. At this point, like, oh, I don't know, like an email, off. like and do you know what a I handshake. Think? Can I say this as well? Yeah. Like, mate, I've watched Channel 9 News, of which he is the anchor. Mm. I'll tell you this, it goes for one hour. Yes, That's, so true. You know how many hours that is, mate, to call us? 23. 23, yeah. You've got 23 hours left where uh, you could write just an email. And even then, we'd be pretty fun on air. So in a sense, he's got 24 hours to call us. Oh, you're saying get us on and just let us do the weather one well, day? Well, yeah, but if he's like, you know, if he's like quite bored one day and there's not a lot of news, he could just call us on air. Yeah. I mean, he'd be like, hey boys, what do you think about Winham? And we're like, ah, listen to our episode, Lofty sucked in. Yeah, see you, mate. Yeah. I will say as well, you touched on it well earlier, mate. Mm. We, I mean, you could argue ambitiously from the start of the mm. podcast, but like, 
Brisbane's pretty small. Da, 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 da. Maybe we could end up getting an interview with him. Yeah. I'll say now, we're four episodes in. Probably, probably ambitious. Not going to happen. Probably yeah. not going to happen. Well, 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 I mean, I hate to confess it to our listeners, but like early on in when Henry and I were talking about this show, like I quite earnestly held the belief that, well, yeah, of course we'll be able to interview Bernard Fanning. Yeah. I was like, yeah, everyone in Brisbane knows him or has met him. And what I think I realised yeah. is there's a huge line between being like, oh, yeah, he's my family friend's uncle and he's going to sit in my room and record a podcast with two blokes for an hour. I, huge I, line. I even went further. I thought he was going to rewrite <laughs> like some of his biggest hits, My Happiness, into My Paddington. Uh, yeah, he obviously didn't love yeah, that. that's good. Pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I would say as well, I, I've tempered my expectations. Yeah. I wanted the interview with Lofty. Now, yeah, as you said, a handshake. I want him to call me son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dude. Like, would you bait him into doing it, or do you want like? Oh, I'd, I'd, would, yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to be like, oh, it's the moon, and oh, what's the other one? He'd be like, son. I'd be like, oh, I love you, dad. Give him a hug, <laughs> run off, see you, Lofty. Thanks. Uh, well, that's our plan. Get Andrew Lofthouse to call Henry's son. We'll give him a hug. Uh, worth saying. I mean, like, you, I'm sure you get a hug from your dad, and I'm sure he calls you. Oh son. yeah, I have a great relationship with yeah, dad yeah, yeah. as well. That should be yeah. Sorry, dad. No, I've I've got a dad, and and, and hey, don't we all? Yeah, uh, well, uh, unpacking well. Brisbane. Uh, one last thing I'll say about Wynnum, uh, and just before all your Wynnum heads out there get up us in arms, uh, Wynnum Manly are often referred to together. Yeah, true. We are in theory focusing on Wynnum for this episode. I'm sure there will be naturally some bleed into Manly. Yeah, cool. In the same way that, like, you know. And I bleed into Manly every night. Didn't realise we had a Wynnum Manly footy player who bleeds. They do often, though, get tied together with that sneaky little hyphen. Yeah, so true. But, I mean, St. George and Illawarra are tied together in Sydney and they're like like hundreds of kilometres away from each other. It's the hyphenated mm. surname of the lovely divorced <laughs> child. And that's where we are already. Five minutes into the show, unpacking Brisbane. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, um, you might have noticed as well, listeners, that that little music segue we used there that was a bit p- weird. Bit not really on <laughs> brand for us. Uh, in what was pretty fun, Joe found like a it was like a kind of folder, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, a it was like free, a free. It was a free download of quite literally sounds. So that's like, how it was sold to me. So just for a bit of fun, we're just going to use ones that we think are funny. Mm, and uh, if and if you have a problem with it, you're sort of playing into our hands because yeah. we think they're nonsensical and funny. If you're having sound problems, I feel bad for your son. You've got 99 podcasts and this don't have to be one. <laughs> no, I just download like 140 odd sound no, files. So. Oh, Not 99. Um, that's all right. You'll, you can't win mm. them all. And uh, oh, a little bit of a little win them pun for you. very, very clever. Let's do Wikipedia Wig Out. Wikipedia Wig Wig Out. I'll be the first to admit, Henry, I don't, I don't look forward to this every week. I, I said it to you off air, mate, but like, I I don't enjoy recording this. I can't imagine what it's like to listen to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's going to yeah, happen. Anyway, yeah. Now, obviously, <laughs> when you identify a pretty chronic problem with your podcast structure, <laughs> by no means change it. No, yeah, it's really like, you know, they're like, you know, the first step to solving a problem is identifying it. And we did that in drives. We know there's Oh, a we love that step. <laughs> um, I'll identify that. I'll identify steps all day. I, I often go around, you know, with friends or family. I, I'm magnificent identifying problems. Oh, problem. Uh, yeah, problem. You know, oh, you um, you, you spit on me when you talk. Actually, that's something I do all the time. Uh, um, right. I yeah. like it, mate. It's a bit of a, it's a cool down. <laughs> and a hot uh, summer's and, day. And I think it keeps you on edge because you've got to be, you know, watching my mouth for flecks of spittle. I'm sure this is why everyone tuned into Unpacking Brisbane. So, it's, uh, it's indicative of how boring reading a fucking <laughs> Wikipedia page on a podcast like, is. 
listeners that were like, let's talk about Joe Spit. Let's talk about spitting on your mates. Thoughts? Call in if you've ever spat on your boys. <laughs> All right. Winham, mm. Queensland. I'll say from the outset, mate, uh, the the Winham Wikipedia page, it's uh, it, it's a free encyclopedia. Oh, uh, everyone kidding. can pitch in. But, yeah, I'm never going to donate. Obviously not. <laughs> I'll keep my 30 cents and get myself three clouds during the Lenten appeal at school. Three, Thanks, mate. Three. Oh, 30 Clouds cents. are cheaper. Are you thinking five cents a cloud? No, I'm thinking 20 cents a cloud. They were expensive in my day, mate. Jeez, mate, that's inflation. I, I didn't grow up in this I'm a bit older than you, yeah. mate. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. my day. Yeah, righto, grandpa, with oh. your 10 cent cloud. My fingers are stained red <laughs> from the cloud dust. And also the blood of World War One. Not dark. <laughs> I was going to say, which. I was like, how old's grandpa? I guess <laughs> 1914 to 18. Isn't everyone from World War One dead? Like, overwhelmingly. Oh, I don't know. Everyone you know. <laughs> okay, anyway, whatever. Like, who cares? Win them. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll it's, it's a lot shorter, a lot less text oh, than good. Yeah, a lot less text than the Paddington Wikipedia page. But then again, so did War and Peace. So you <laughs> never know. Um, hey, I'll, tight reference. Thanks, bro. Cheers. Uh, I'll start off by saying, uh, and, and let's just you and I. I reckon we don't need to read through the Wikipedia page. We can we can give people the highlights. Yeah, I'll give you the highlights. Yeah, good. Uh, winner. Well, it's on the shores of Moreton Bay in Brisbane, Australia. We know that. 14 kilometres east of the CBD. This is interesting. I will say this to you because we had a 21st in Wynnum and I was like... Mate, it feels so much longer. Yeah. Oh, it, well, I, I think it feels close because I live at, I live oh. on, you know, the other side of the river to you and I, I think of Wynnum as like 20 minutes away. See, that is so funny because when I was... Because where you left from, from my house, so I live on the north side, um, to go to Wynnum and I truly struggled to believe it was in Brisbane. Like, See, like, it had that distance to me that I was like, wow, what a fucking joke. And I know that is just mm. by virtue of where I live. Like, if I lived in Brookfield, I'd be like, well, Wynnum is, you know, an hour away. But that's crazy that it feels close to you because you're not that far away from me. Oh, but, like, I think I think the thing for me is, like, oh, the thing about Wynnum that always stood out to me, and we've veered already from Wikipedia mm. here, but I think that Thank for God. me, I was like, it was shocking that I could drive in half the time it took me to get from, you know, say, a Balmoral to a... You know, to Wong yeah. very similar type of suburbs but if I was driving True. for like 20 minutes from Brisbane to uh, sorry from Balmoral to Wynnum yeah. I feel like I'm at the beach I feel so like I'm, in the, I'm yeah. in the docks there are like ports there are ships going well, well, everywhere a there's beautiful a beautiful part there's fucking seagulls and well, stuff well the beautiful part of Wynnum is when you crest over that main road it does all of a sudden feel like you're You've left oh. Brisbane. If I was a video gamer, it would be something like, you're entering a new level, but oh, I, I don't know enough about it. It's sexy when you come yeah. up over that hill yeah. and you're like, oh, I'm going through the back streets of some dinky suburb. Oh, oh my God, that's the ocean. Yeah. Which and ocean it, is it? It's, um, what's the, is it the Pacific? That seems so major that it's like, oh, it's the Pacific Ocean. I'm sure it's in here somewhere. Um, it has to be, surely. Like, oh, that's the ocean way. off the coast. Whatever. Who Either way. Cares. Well, Henry, what I wanted to uh, just pick up quickly from the Wikipedia page, my yeah. my piece. Um, Wynnum, obviously, home to the Wynnum Manly Seagulls. Yeah, a, uh, rugby, rugby league. Rugby, rugby league, league team that uh, holds the distinguished record that I find very, very funny um, of having the worst post-war record of any rugby league team. And, and it doesn't go on which from there. Post, so I assume, which war? Two. Uh, okay. post, no, I think post-war one. Okay. Because they were like fine in the 80s and How 90s. What's this club? Oh, mate, they started... Oh, no, it must be post-war two. Uh, oh, this is so funny. Oh, it's not that funny. But they started playing in, in the Rugby League Premiership in 1931 and withdrew after two seasons due to the Great Depression. 
Oh, which is a very Australian way to make us care how about the they, economy. How much like, they can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember the Broncos stopping during the GFC. They're like, Tony Carroll's like, yeah, sorry, boys, I can't play on. All my shares are gone. The rugby league club are like, we're not selling enough killer pythons <laughs> at half time. We have to shut down. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, no, we've got to inflate the price of a can of Coke to $1.50 rather than a dollar. <laughs> like, how did this cripple you? But, yeah, they had an absolutely appalling record for a while. Um, but in the 80s, they became, and I love this phrase, and they became a power for the first time. It's like if you're doing an international relations degree, you're like <laughs> talking about the great global power. It's like obviously, yeah, China, Russia, and shit, the Winter Manny Seagulls are building a, a lot of global pull. Those seagulls <laughs> have really started to negotiate trade. Yeah, and it's soft America. power. It's soft power. Oh, it's soft power. Uh, uh, up until they just tackled Kim Jong-un, and they're like, oh, no, it's hard power. They're, uh, and that was it. only the first tackle, so they had, a, they had four more to go <laughs> on, on other leaders Five of their more. choice. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Jeez, what a, what a losing streak. They had some, they've had some pretty notable... Isn't Wally Lewis a yeah. winning guy? Yeah, he is. He is. I'd say like the notable one. Um, he used to play for Valleys, which was my local club. When, as I'm sure listeners can guess, you know, I played two seasons of junior rugby league yeah. out on the wing. You know, ages six and seven, a rising star yeah. that <laughs> fell to <laughs> that fell incredibly quickly. I think part of it is when I was six, I got a massive buzz cut. And I had a massive gap in my teeth. So I just looked like a kind of tougher rugby league player than I would grow up to be. Yeah, right. And so there was a sense of like, well, mate, yeah, mate, like you, you look good. You're going to be good at this. Then they saw me pick up a ball and they're like, fuck this kid. Like, cannot oh, catch. He cannot he, kick. It keeps going between the gap in his teeth. He, keeps, <laughs> he swallowed the ball like eight times. Oh, and they're like, he thinks I mean, it's, it's a impressive. I mean, it's really, yeah, it was weird that they covered the ball in chocolate. It's classic Valley's diehards thing. But yeah, Wally Lewis moved on from there. Paul Green, who's the current Cowboys coach, played, or he coached Winner Manly. Um, yeah. Which I mean, how good's that to be like coaching your Wynnum footy club? And then the Cowboys are like, we like the look of your kid. Did he Come get poached up? directly yeah. from Wynnum Manly League <laughs> so club to the Cowboys? Random. Yeah. <laughs> and then like coach him to a premiership. Oh, huge. That's a, that's a, that's a, what's, what's the thing that g- girls say when, oh, that's a glow up. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Have you not heard that's a glow up? It's like when it's like when your friend does a makeup really not gee. I mean, we're not that bloke your podcast, but I I have truly never heard glow up. glow up. All right, well I'll tell you about it later when we're not talking about Winnem in theory. Winnem instead of women. Um, mm, so true. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk to you about just my favourite bit on the mm. Winnem Wikipedia page here was the notable residents. Oh yeah. Uh so the following were either born or have lived at some time in Winnem. That seems like a generous bracket. <laughs> how long? Like if you like have like a month yeah. on a house somewhere <laughs> in our uh, like house sat. Quentin Bryce, oh yeah, former Governor General of Australia. She's a pretty. She's, she's so that's big. That's big. Governor General is is. I've always said the classic trivia question because everyone kind of knows who the Prime Minister is. Like Premier of WA in Queensland is a bit too niche, but Governor General is just one for your one for your little sos nerds to get right. Oh mate, I couldn't even tell you what the bloody Governor General's the representative of the Queen, eh? Yeah, that's the yeah. God save the Queen, but no one's yeah, saved yeah, the Governor yeah. Goff, General. Goff being a, a chirpy little bugger. Mm, not a yeah. fan of Wynnum Goff um, no. with uh, poor <laughs> Quentin Bryce. I was thought, wasn't Quentin Bryce the author of like Roald Dahl's like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was the, yeah, it was the illustrator. Quentin Bryce, same name. Quentin. De- I always said Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've just named about the three Quentins in the world. Oh. What does it take to name your child Quentin? Probably a being a dickhead. Yeah, and probably just having a hard on flight like reservoir dogs. Uh, I love reservoir dogs. They keep drinking the water from the reservoir. Okay. <laughs> Haven't seen the movie. Samantha Riley. Who's that? Olympic swimming medalist. Oh, her. Yeah, great. I know this all about. Good. I know all about Olympic swimming. You would get good at swimming, I guess, in Wynnum. There's a. It's near the ocean. She would, that was her daily commute to, to uh, CBD in, into the port of Brisbane, yeah. uh, from where she'd catch a cargo boat to Eagle Street, and then she'd go to Grill. Mm. Uh, 
Big one here. Big. Kyle Sanderlands. Oh, we're, we were building here. Yeah. You're teasing me with Bryce and Riley. So, so and here we go. Is, Sandy. This is Sanderlands. Yeah. Uh, obviously of Kyle and Jackie O fame. Mm. Top rated uh, Sydney breakfast show on, uh, yeah. on Kiss FM. And Australian Idol. Yeah, he was the mean judge. He was a truly mean judge. I, I was saying this to you the other day. Dicko in the first run of Australian Idol was kind of meant to be mean, but it soon became apparent he was just like a pretty good bloke that maybe sometimes erred on the side of a nasty comment. Mm. Like he was a fa- he was a very nice guy. It obviously worked for their narrative of having Great Dicko. Narrative, yeah, yeah. As and the then mean. Mark Holden being Mr. Touchdown and Marsha yeah. Hines being, you know, you want a hug from her more than you want one from your own mum. Mm. But I think then they realised when they brought Kyle in, they were like, oh, we need someone who's like actually mean. Was Kyle not an original idol? No, I don't think so. I think it was Dicko, Mark Holden, and Marsha. And then they got yeah, they, they got four. Kyle. Mate, Kyle's like sort of. Really the last remaining shock jock in many senses. Yeah, so true. He? Like, he, he, in terms of... I know there are still you, your Alan Joneses and your more controversial uh, AM mm. uh, conservative commentators, but he's not a commentator at all. He's just a literal shitster. Yeah. Uh, and he started off in Wynnum. Funnily enough, uh, goes through here. I'm just on his Wikipedia yeah, page yeah. now. Uh, escaped. But he... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm finding his personal life. Tab, um, I'm just skipping past fake disability comments uh, to get to get to the personal life bit. But yeah, on enough rope, uh, he had a bit where he talked about growing up in, with a difficult childhood. Growing up in Wynnum, Brisbane, he was deeply affected by his parents' divorce, which right. happened when he was 10. Uh, at 15, his mother and stepfather threw him out of their house oh, after he held a party and damaged their car while they were absent. I, I've never heard an anecdote about Cole that just made me like him more. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> then awesome, throwing party again, kicked out. Yeah, good on you, bro. Yeah, Project what happened? Kyle. What happened next? He never went back, uh, uh, alternating between friends' houses and living on the streets. Oh. Um, and then he got sent to live at Townsville. And it seems so it like... Was, it, was, it seems like things went well enough from Townsville, but... Yeah, well, he, he went to Townsville after that. So, yeah, I mean... Homeless and Wynnum. Homeless and Wynnum. I yeah. mean, just hanging out in the, in the parks and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah huge. I mean, Kyle... I, uh, regardless of what you think of him, he's made a that's a pretty impressive pretty good career. That's a rags to riches, really. And started off in um in Wynnum. Yeah, whereas I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of Australian entertainers is somewhat a, a riches to riches. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was a Sydney private boy, uh, educated yeah. uh, head boy, and uh, now I'm Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I don't no, think, love I don't think Will there, Anderson was uh, <laughs> bumming it around suffered. Wynnum yeah. for much long. <laughs> I'd be um, great if there was a comedy scene of just people who were kind of homeless in Wynnum at the time. No, it's called the Sit Down Comedy Club, Manly. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've slogged through the dreary worst the part terror, of the, my mi- week, the middle overs of this podcast, now we're blitzing towards a finish line. I fucking hate Wikipedia mm. wig out. We just sit here and read it. No, don't There's listen no passion. to it. Uh, but what I do love is contemporary Wynnum, and yeah. that's what we're going to talk about now. I mentioned this at the outset of the podcast, Joey. I, mm. I fucking love Wynnum. Yeah, I think Wynnum's great because I any suburb that gives me a feel of I'm out of town when yeah, I haven't had cool. to go that far. I mean, I think Wynnum almost unparalleled. Yeah, in terms I of agree. From also, also, just quickly, your delivery of that was the most like, I'm an Australian man and I just fucking love it. Oh, I fucking love Wynnum. It's like, hey, uh, and tonight, Josh McGuire has been put on report for a shoulder charge. Oh, I fucking love the biff. Bring it back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah. that's where we're at with Wynnum. That's, 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 that's how I do feel mm. about Wynnum. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it is for me a suburb where I think my sister, my youngest sister, Alice, was doing like a ballet dance lessons mm. out in that area. I don't know 
why they put it <laughs> I was, was going to say, yeah, because the Russian Royal Opera, of course, operates. We'd have known for, yeah. their, for their pirouettes uh, <laughs> and fish and chips. But I, yeah. I said that's the only ballet word you know. Um, oh, spin. <laughs> Not a quicker podcast. Oh, what's the one with the arms? And, um, or is oh, that a pirouette? I think that's a pirouette. What's the, the only jump? Other, uh, a grand jeté. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, bloody yeah. hell. Yeah, I'll have that yeah. with chips, thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so it's a beautiful place. Well, it was, yeah, the, uh, the reason I bring that up was because I had to, uh, like, we'd drive out there to drop her there. Yeah. And there would be a bit of a vibe of, uh, are we going to, like, the lesson goes for two hours driving oh, all the way back. So, so often Monday night would turn oh. into fish and chips by the by the esplanade. Oh, and my God. Mate, I don't know how many esplanades you've seen in your time, <laughs> but I think Wynnum's tops the list. Well, what? An, an esplanade's got to be beachfront, right? Just a path near water. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not going to Google any further no, to no, find no. out if that is true. Well, it's like one of those things where people are always like, what's the difference between a street and an avenue? And it's like, well, if you care enough, Google it. But I honestly don't. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You'll, you'll be but right. But esplanades are sick. If someone was like, yeah, we're going to sunshine esplanade I don't care what city that is where that is that just sounds beautiful it's just a cool word like yeah. esplanade yeah well there was a big famous hotel in Sydney called the Espy really short for the Espy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very cool Oh, cool. Yeah, not much we can do about that. We're not unpacking Sydney. No, uh, no that was, a, we, that was a, we became dangerously close there. Yeah, we almost, we almost oh, whoops, yeah. accidentally fell ass backwards into an unpack of Sydney. But yeah, so oh, I think it's great. You got your, your fish and chips by the water. Yeah. I've got people at work who live in Wynnum as well and travel in every day and are just like constantly saying they feel like they're on holiday every time they go home. When oh, they that's wake amazing. Up. And just you're like, you see your kind of retirees walking along the water, yeah. getting absolutely reamed by seagull shit <laughs> and just having a, a yeah, grand right, old time. Yeah, you know, and we spent all our franking credits on a waterfront <laughs> property and now seagull shit is weighing down our two-bedroom place. It is hard walking around Wynnum and you do step in a franking credit. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Excuse me, I think you dropped your credits. Well, no, what happened? I got I got stung by a franking credit at mm. Wynnum the other day and, of course, you have to get pissed on. Yeah, to pin um, And I'm like, yeah. oh, this policy's already pissing on me once. Oh, Thank you. This thanks has been so. the Labor Rights Podcast. <laughs> Tricked you. It's a left uh, And now we're, we're political. Oh, no. Um... Yeah, no, we yeah. do. We do. Love. But but Henry, I understand there was because when we were doing a bit of research for Winnem, and obviously as everyone can tell, this is a very well researched podcast thesis um, level. You found something called Winnem what? Yeah, uh, and, and my question to you is Winnem what? What Winnem what? is a Facebook page okay. about Wynnum. Uh, it, it's clearly run by a pretty overzealous local. The first thing I'd want to point out is Facebook. You know, you can obviously write the title of your page, however you want to do it. Yeah. There's no capitalization. Uh, Win and what have chosen to go f- all capitals and then question mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> so it's like, Win and what is the vibe? It sounds like it's like an 80s sitcom where the end of each scene is, Win and what? Yeah, that's, that's definitely the vibe. Yeah. The, the profile picture is quite mm. nice. It's a, it's a set of what appears to be three pelicans. Oh, no. Oh, I lie. There are way more than three. I was going to say three pelicans. We're talking seven Me and my mates on minimum. a Saturday night. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. A real unique piece of slang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your big old beaks. And then the, the cover photo is like a like a sunset. Mm. Uh, but it's a it's a weird mix between being a sort of notice board for Wynnum. Oh. Uh, for example, these are, the first, these are the first two statuses. Mm. So the first one is... Advertising dates. Uh, dates for the rest of the year below. Please fill in the notes section and you can read all the details of a, a document titled Advertising Information. So it's basically people commenting uh, things that they want advertised on the Wynnum page. Right. So that's a you know pretty no, that's a, that's house logistical yeah, housekeeping. Fantastic. Status. The next status, I shit you not, is good night, folks, with a smiley face, <laughs> of which there are four comments and 20 likes. Oh, but uh, fantastic ratio. Really good. And the comments are all like, 
Good night, Wynnum. Oh, my God. And then uh, someone else who is a top fan, this page has top fans, just goes, thanks. <laughs> thanks. This is 49 also, minutes ago. This also, is happening live. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the fucking gall to uh, say thanks to good night? Like, can you imagine saying good night to somebody like, you know, good night, mate. Thanks. Thanks. I I guess when you say good night to someone, it, like, if I, I was like, it's got a real finality. You too is the good night. Mm. You too. You too. Or, or, or night. I was yeah. I, I think night night or night. Like you're short. Night night. Yeah. What are you a flirt? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't remember the last time I was a bar and flirting, and I went night night. <laughs> like, but when you're talking to like a girl, seven thirty. Yeah. Doesn't happen often. No, neither. But like when you when you're talking to a girl, and it's like it, it, texting, and it's getting yeah. late. Do you take the risk of of going to bed and hoping that you can spur the conversation to the next day, knowing that a night night might cut things off? And you have to find another reason to start the conversation. But then the flip side, the positive side is that like it's quite it's an expression like affection. night. Yeah. And it gives you a chance to do like an X or a little kiss yeah, um, on face. Uh, I think from, from a theoretical perspective, I, I think the safer bet uh, is certainly leaving the conversation open. Yeah. Uh, and so just too. picking it up the next morning. The problem for me is, as you mentioned, I stay awake. Very, very late. So, so you're without fail, I'm always waiting for yeah. an answer the yeah. next day. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, and this has been just a raw insight for listeners. Yeah, shit, not. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We've got about nothing to do. With- well away from Widow. And like, we veer into some pretty, like, pop culture reference stuff. This is just us thinking about the minutiae of. Of uh, textual flirt- flirtation. Uh, happens to the best of us, though, mate. Um, I've got something uh, for you. Mm. I I very um, arrogantly I'm going to name this uh, segment Undercover Joe. Oh. So Henry, as you might or might not be aware, a little while ago I applied to be a member of a number of closed secret Facebook groups about Winnem. So proactive of you, I know, mate, I know. For it's, the, it's, for it's, the bloody it, podcast. We've gone from Paddington being like, well, a Wikipedia page will have all the information we need. And then we were like, that sucked. <laughs> that was uh, dead boring. And let's talk about it for the next four weeks. Uh, but the two I really wanted to pick up, and I actually joined a lot, but the two best ones for me are Kiwis in Wynnum. Uh, and I love that, that joining <laughs> that was an honour system of are you a Kiwi? Well, that if questions so, you've got to ask. Yeah, yeah, because you've got to ask questions to join these groups. Are you, are you, a, are you, are you a Kiwi? <laughs> and there was not even like a like a prove it, not even like a lazy pronounce fish and chips and you like make a joke. And then the second <laughs> part was like, where in New Zealand are you from? I was like, all they're keeping out are the people who are so lazy or so stupid they can't name a place in New Zealand. I really want to meet this person who was like, now I need to sneak my way into a <laughs> Facebook group called Kiwis in Wynnum. Now, I couldn't name a New Zealand city. <laughs> now, with the first hurdle I collapse is Tasmania the capital. <laughs> hey, that's really nasty to one of our greatest states and our greatest exports. One of our greatest states. <laughs> one, of our, one of our greatest people. Imagine if Tasmania got invited to play in like Origin one year. <laughs> like if it was like, oh, Queensland, um, you're versing Tassie this year. Yeah, and they're like... Tassie, like, oh, oh where's, my, where's my dad? Yeah, I, was, I need I was, to kiss him. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we were circling around an incest joke and I'm glad we found it with Tasmania. What I really wanted to get to was I think the greatest undercover effort I did. You went into another group, did you? I went into Excellent. the Wynnum Junior Rugby League Football Club oh. Open 1s and 2s. <laughs> as in junior, as in the oldest player at this club, is 11. Okay. So I've joined like a veteran, the dads. Um, and this was my favorite. This was the one where I think I was talking about this the other week. One of the questions was, what's your son's name? Yeah. And what team does he play for? And I was like, Robert DeWire. And I was like, shot in the dark. I was like, 
the blue team. And I got let in. So, <laughs> nice. so it's enough. But I was never asked any further around. Also, surely they could just look at a team sheet and be like, either that kid doesn't exist or, better yet, there is a Robert Dwyer. And they're all like, shit, your dad looks young. He looks at his Facebook, <laughs> mate. He's like, really? He's- oh, this is awesome. Maybe you've got a, a long lost son that you've just claimed who plays also, for this rugby for, club, for, this kid for the blue be, team. For this kid to be long lost, I would have had to, you know, had a child at seven. I wouldn't put it past Lock- you, mate. You're awesome. Thanks, bro. Thanks, man. Lock me up <laughs> at age seven. But, you know, like it, the degree of personal post here from, I think, dads is just like, sorry, lads, stuck at work till late, busy. Any of the boys off to Suncorp today? And how do we go today, boys? They're all to other dads. So I think it's a community of just rugby league loving dads. And they're all like, why hasn't Robert Dwyer been at training? <laughs> we do use this Facebook page as the role. <laughs> Robert Dwyer hasn't been here for weeks. Well, and his it- young dad is probably too busy <laughs> learning to shave. The even more alarming thing is they're like, shit, Robert Dwyer had a beautiful game on the weekend. Heartbreaking <laughs> his dad wasn't there to see him. Like, they tried to play me back. They're like, gee, Robert Dwyer's a fantastic halfback. Dad wasn't there to pick him up, though. Did anyone give him a lift home? What if Robert Dwyer is playing for the Broncos in a few years and you can try and use this Facebook page? Is like some sort of evidence to be like, well, I do believe I. I'm this boy's, <laughs> oh, this boy's father here. <laughs> please, please let me in. I deserve front row seats at the, at the game. I'm also British. Please. And then they're like, he's not a Kiwi. Get him. And you're like, oh, my lies. I'm drowning in lies. Yeah, I just love the idea this comes back to haunt me in about seven years' time. Like, I go to have a child and one day knock at the door. It's like, Dad. My half brother's here, and it's Robert Dwyer in tears. <laughs> He's, He's like half brother, half back. Catch the ball. Bizarre. <laughs> it's still Bugsby. He's a really good footy player. He's really yeah. good. But yeah, that's that's my big undercover Joe scoops. I'd say on a negative hand, there's no scoop. No. <laughs> um, but on a positive hand, we've got some insight into the lives of the normal Wynnum folk. We've really delved into the mm. social media side. Now, I will want to say, yes, please. talking of social media and the yes. app range, mm. um, you know this about me, but listeners might not. I used to work for, I won't name it, but a, a very, very well-known uh, food delivery app. Mm. And uh, I joined quite early in its Australian mm. launch and I was like a... Like a salesperson yeah, who would I go mean, out to restaurants. To, yeah, it's to one of those apps that's kind of like the Uber of, you know, like delivering food to people for a fee. Yeah. It is, <laughs> it is like the Uber it is, of food delivery. Is, in many yeah. respects, I similar. can't think of a catchy title for it, but <laughs> it's like... The Uber of eating. It's like the Ola of delivering food. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine people being like, it's like the menu log of getting a lift somewhere. It's like, do you mean Uber? <laughs> yeah. It's like people are calling like LinkedIn. It's like, it's like it's like the Instagram of finding a job. It's the delivery of professional networking. Nah, it's great. the Cricket Australia app of sending an electronic mail. Oh, what Gmail? Yeah, that's the app. <laughs> but so you used to work. Yeah, you used to work for it. And my job was to yeah to go to the restaurants mm. and, and which was a. In what seems to be a pretty big task to give to a new starter, they were like, oh, your job is to launch Winner Manly. It's a new zone. Oh, big. We, we haven't spread out there yet, yeah. but that's where we're going. So I had to like, really in what seemed to be my second week working there, drive out and just like walk around and cold walk into oh like my frigging God. restaurants and be like, hey, have you heard of this app? It's the Cricket Australia. <laughs> it's, it's the YouTube app of food. <laughs> and they're like, we haven't heard your podcast, but we don't We don't get the layers to this job. I'm like, oh, listen in a, a couple of years, <laughs> Thai restaurant. So hectic. Like Second week of work, normally you're just like learning people's names, maybe getting to grips with the coffee machine. Oh, mate, yeah. And they're like, oh, you, 
sell us on like a quarter of Brisbane. Yeah, I didn't even know where the toilet was. And, and then they're like, get out of the office and sell. So yeah, literally just walking into like random restaurants. Got a Thai restaurant on board, I think. That's good. A couple of fish and chip places were interested. But yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, a very friendly restaurant scene in Wynnum and very like condensed on one street. So oh, it actually hectic. was for a sales point of view, just awesome. walking. Yeah. Hello, no. Okay, next. Hello, no. Okay, mm. next. Just walking, you know, and that's mm. how Ariana did, did, Grande, did, did, of course, wrote <laughs> thank you next about her experience selling uh, restaurants so, yeah, in yeah. Th- Thank you very much, Josh's fish. Yeah. And uh, thanks, Pete's hey, fish. Hey, but Josh can fry a fish, bro. Yeah, like no one's bitter. Don't ever say can't. Hey, hey, it's not that I think he's bad at frying fish. I think what he said to me last weekend about my frying a yeah. fish was uh, beyond the pale. He doesn't need to bring other people down. He, he called to, me... To, it doesn't make it... What? He called me a goober. He, uh, he called you a what? He called me a goober and he said as a consequence the app I should be on is Goober Eats. And I found that to be oh, extremely inappropriate. Yeah. That's... that's. Do you want to hear something really bad? Uh, yeah. Josh, uh, Josh and I... Josh and I held hands. Yeah. You're telling me now. On live television. On live TV. Which is why I say not knowing the difference between a podcast. I'm telling you right now. Any other form of media. I'm telling you right now on this here box set of (laughs) television series. You're telling me right now in the pages of a novel in which we're characters. I'm telling you right here on these AirPods. Call us in if you have another (laughs) part of this bit. Did Josh hold your hand or called you a goober? (laughs) Call in to be great to dock someone here and like. Oh, Josh is here. Give me your hand, boy. Oh, I hate it when he does this. Stop. Why does he call you boy? He's clearly younger than you. Yeah, no, it's He's weird. Like 16. I think it's the same way that, like, Boy George. I'm sure, like, there was still. I'm still. There was kids who still called him Boy George. Boy, yeah. Was it just. It was his first name, right? Like, he was born. Hello, Boy. George. Boy. How sad like, was the <laughs> end of the Boy George in the striped pajamas, though? <laughs> So, Henry, something I wanted to talk about is we've got a rare opportunity where we actually have a man on the ground. I asked our friend Sam Nichols, who, you know, uh, he's lived in Wynnum and Manly region all his life. I I asked him what it's like. And I sort of expected him to give us, you know, maybe a couple of great cafes or like a bit of a sense of what it's like to live there. Um, The only way to describe it is he's written me like a a long form short story slash poem slash work of art about growing up here. Uh, it's beautiful, and 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 if I'll take your permission and the readers per- and the listeners' permission, I'll read it out in full, if that's okay. Okay. Manly dives into. Uh, I meant to say Wynnum. Wynnum dives into the elegance of a small town you'd find in the middle of upstate New York. We've got the bay, we've got a yacht club, but smash bang in the middle, we've got the same shitty pub that's been there too long. The same one you've got, but remember the bay is just metres away. It makes sure that Wynnum doesn't become another victim of small poppy syndrome. To assume we are Wynnum Manly, together we are united. And although we have a relatively successful second class NRL team carrying that name, saying that would compare us to the dirty layer of dirt that sits below the sole of Queensland's boot. It adds to the support. Hell, it is a part of the boot. It's been there long enough, but it is no steel cap. Someone drops a heavy brick on Brisbane, people will look to the steel cap, they will look to Wynnum, and they will see the beauty and they will regret buying the property that was dirt cheap 25 years ago. Wynnum is my home. I'll look down the street and I'll see a friend from my state school there. Yes, he will be drunk at the pub at 10am, but if you are going to do that anywhere, I respect his decision to do it in Wynnum. Wow. Wow. A good bit of Australian writing. Not unlike possum magic. Mm. Truck dogs. Does Winnem fuck 
It's a question that's been on your mind since the start of the podcast. It's the question I've been mulling over for a week. Henry, does Wynnum fuck? I, yeah. I, I'm, really? Oh, no, sorry, that wasn't an answer. That was a no. a, a verbal Well, when I'm asking for a yes bubble. or no question, be a lot more careful with the word yeah. I'm going to try and step up. I'm going to try and improve my performance Good. on this podcast. Yeah. What I need you to be able to do is mm-hmm. create an environment where success is rewarded okay. and failure is, um, is pointed out, okay. but not kind of admonished. Is that, uh, is that uh, cool? Well, you can have an environment where success is rewarded, yeah, but uh, I'm going to punish failure. I'm not saying don't push me, but I think punishment... Okay, so is, push you, but not over the edge. Punishment right. isn't productive. All right, yeah. Shake, shake. Say, oh, I just got playing pranked. along at home. I pulled my finger up and did a little, a little noise. And you know what pisses me off more than anything? It was really funny. Yeah, that was really good. But that's me pushing you. Thank you. And uh, I need it. I feel as a better bloke because of it. But does Winham fuck? I, th- I think it does. And I want to, I want to come in here with some reasoning, as if I wasn't going to do that. I, I think it, I think it fucks. Because I Bullshit. think Winham has, and I, and I'm going to use three words. Salty sea air. It make me horny. Okay. It it has a horny vibe, okay. and I don't mean you kind of nightclub throbbing. No. D- 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 it's got a romantic. Out on the town, I, I get you know? that. Oh, I'm gonna go home with you. Let's get a let's get an ola together. Fifty percent off. Don't need to split it, it's man. One of, the, one of the least sexy things you can say. Is yeah. Like, hey, we, you want to go back to mine? Let's get an ola. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a nine minute wait because they're less common than Ubers. But <laughs> I got fifty percent off, and it's cheap to go to the airport. But it's nine minutes to get to know each other. <laughs> what do you like on your kebab? <laughs> Chicken. Well, I say, man. Do you want to get, get married? married? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Winnem! Yeah, Winnem! Thank you, Winnem! I think it but fucks yeah. in a way that is retirees, Literally. but not a nursing home. I think yeah. people who are going to Winnem, who are maybe, maybe they're not even retired, maybe they're working, they're semi-retired. Yeah. And you know what else is semi? They're, <laughs> they're chubs. Yep, sure. <laughs> Charming I'm gonna, phrasing. Yep, cool. Uh, awesome. I reckon there'd be a lot of sex at Winnem. All I can see is True. one of those houses on the Esplanade. Again, there's nothing. Oh, it's the sexiest urban instalment you can really have isn't it no one's getting turned on by a path I'll say it no one's getting turned on by a bench sorry Forrest Gump I don't want to get with you I'll tell you what I am into mate esplanades they sexy baby they sexy I think they're you can talk for a bit now no I think they're all extremely (laughs) good uh, no no thank you for that no I do think they're all extremely good points and they're points well made Um, I I back your thing about retirees horny I'm thinking horny horny. 55s to 65 semi-retired I rolling around in the sheets and getting up to go get a coffee on the I feel like it's been completely devoid of erotic energy when I'm there but I don't think it's erotic energy is built for people like me but it's not the erotic energy they're trying to pitch it at it's we've made some money in my mind it's we've got some franking credits it's those leathery skinned retirees where you know like they spent they were they were rubbing up on each other like they're trying to make a boot yeah gross but kind of hot (laughs) But it's like those things where, you know, like you hear when your grandparents grow up or something. It's like, oh yeah, at the time, we thought instead of sunscreen, we put like literally olive oil on to tan. Like it's that yeah. degree of these tan, retiree, sun, sweat, sand bodies. Yeah, I'm going to have to come along with you. Yeah, it does fuck, but gee, it's a close one. I think it's close. I think it. I think Wynnum is sleepy, but not tired. Yeah, that's great. almost what I yeah. come down on. Winham, sleepy because you've had a fulfilling life. I sleepy, think. You, I think. you're pretty yeah, happy yeah. if you're living in Winham. And I get, I mean, we're we're talking about a very specific class yeah. of Winham here, but those <laughs> I'm talking about those, yeah, those homes. It's the homes on the Esplanade. Esplanade. Yeah, there. I agree with you on that. There is an energy. You know, of course, you know, there are the train track areas where maybe oh. it's a bit more working class and people yeah. don't have as much time to fuck. Um, they need to yeah because the economy's fucking them already. Political again. Nice again, mate. What you've done there is talk to the plot. 
political class divide in our city, in our country, and yep. dare I say, our world. And that's why I'm happy to announce my candidacy for continuing this podcast. Hey! Hell, I'm sticking around. I don't have a whole lot more to say. I think we're no, not fucks. And, and I agree tacitly with your arguments. Do you reckon in the morning or the night? Morning. Night. Night. Any day. Oh, Probably okay. afternoon more than anything. Afternoon delight. All right, now it's the final bit of the podcast, the bit where we will have in a guest. Uh, Joe's had to run, unfortunately. He has a dentist appointment on his foot. Very weird. I think what happened was a tooth started growing out of his heel. It's happened to the best of us, and we hope a speedy recovery for our friend Joe. <laughs> okay. Hello? Oh, Joe. Oh, sorry, he must have... <laughs> Oh, sorry, our guest is here. Oh, <laughs> Henry. How are you? Good to see you, Mark. Thanks you? for coming in. <laughs> no uh, worries. We are incredibly lucky to have Mark Dyson on the, uh, on the podcast with me. <laughs> uh, Mark- that's Dyson to you, Henry. No, thanks for having me, bud. No, it's incredible to have you in here, mate. And um, thanks for coming in all the way from Wynnum to the, no, to the studio. No, yeah, no, it was a pretty pretty long drive, but hey, beautiful view. But you'll be feeling a bit jet lagged. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, they, tell me you'd be a, they tell me you'd be a little funny bugger, but uh, oh, I didn't expect, didn't expect this little one. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. So, Mark, thanks yeah. for coming in, um, mate. Happy to be here. Okay. So, Mark, you've lived in Wynnum. Your entire life. All my life, yeah. But yeah. Not, can I? Sorry, I've just got written down here in the pre-interview we did. Yeah, not mate. only were you born in Wynnum, yeah, you, home birth. You, until today, you've never left. No, yeah, that's why I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, mate. All over the moon. Um, yeah, no, like, I've heard a lot about the Brisbane city and everything, but I've just never been that keen to go. You got all you need in Wynnum. You got, you know, your footy field. You got you know, fish and chips, and you got the pub. What are the best fish and chips in Wynnum, Mark? Oh, it's got to be Josh's fish and chips. Yeah, I you got to you... get the cod. Yeah, don't... I know he knows how to fry cod. Yeah, I know. God, mate, I feel like you didn't acknowledge my cold recommendation. No, I used to play it a lot in year nine. Um, but sorry, I, the only thing I played in year nine was hooky, which was um, no nickname. Is I that played, what you called kissing? And no, yeah. no, I played hooker for my under 16s rugby league. So oh, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was pretty good. So uh, yeah, so you've never left Wyndham before, and no, you've come in no. today for an interview. Now, sun's um, bright out here. <laughs> no, nah, it's night time. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so sorry, uh, mate. Just excited. You don't have any beers, do you? <laughs> yeah, Mark. Sorry, I'll just... Why do they sound like empty cans that may have been drunk earlier? Lots of light beer. Ah, ha. Oh, like light and white. Oh, gee, you're a funny little prick, aren't you? Mark, I'd love to ask a question. Yeah, please. Um, For this so-called interview, you fucking joker. Played okay. by Whack and Phoenix. Thanks, Mark. Um... For a guy who seemed up until this point pretty uneducated, no, no. pretty sharp, <laughs> upcoming Joaquin Phoenix I, Joker movie my, reference. My my knowledge of Joaquin Phoenix lore, uh, and that's L O R E. I know how to spell you inner city prick, but well, uh, yeah. Well, that's a very good segue into this because I believe Joaquin mm. Phoenix visited Wyndham to prepare for his role as the Joker yeah. because he's heard how funny you are <laughs> at your <laughs> annual rugby league awards night. Oh, well, that's too kind. Yeah, no, I do do. I get up an MC and I do a bit and uh, my reputation <laughs> in the town is as a bit of a Joker. So, Mark, just, yeah, to, definitely. Get, so just to get the series of events straight here, Mark. A yeah, series of unfortunate events you, when I've had a few. Oh, yummy. Again, a great novel reference. <laughs> Thank you very much. Mark, I just want to get this really straight with you before uh, we go on. Yep. So you MC your annual Rugby League Club Awards night. Yep. Your mates have called you a bit of a joker. That information has fed its way back to Joaquin Phoenix yeah. preparing to play the Batman Joker yeah. in his upcoming movie. And he has flown into Wynnum to, to I observe... 
observe, uh, assume observe your uh, your behaviour and yeah. imitate you. Yeah. How long how did he stay in Wynnum? Uh, well, well, so our rugby league awards obviously at the end of the season in in May, mm. um, and he actually arrived in July. Right. So yeah, he did stick around for nine oh, months so he had before. To, yeah, no, he had to stay, and I didn't see him. Yeah, he set up a ballet company. Yeah. Oh, my sister used to go there actually. Oh, on, did she? on Monday nights? Yeah. Uh, she uh, she would have heard me yelling from the street. Girls, uh, ballets for girls. Uh, and also, well, they were predominantly girls. Yeah, 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 so, they yeah. were. Yeah, no, yeah, no. My, my. You son. were just you were actually you actually thought you were encouraging them by saying, yeah, no, absolutely, you dance like a girl, and they yeah. said, well, thanks. Yeah, oh, it's really like just being, you know, oh, trying to be positive, and then and then my son obviously tried to sign up for dancing, um, mm. and I was actually fine with it because my favorite movie is Billy Elliot, so I was in two minds because I wanted to make the plot of the movie happen, which mm. would have required me to be a bad dad, but nah, it's a fucking great movie. Billy Elliot, no, it's very good, isn't it? Yeah. Did you did you feel that it the... was one of the three DVDs we got smuggled into Wynnum? Right, because mm. you never left Wynnum, of course. No. What were the other two? Crazy Stupid Love and Wallace and Gromit: <laughs> Curse of the Were Rabbit. Mark, you mentioned <laughs> your son, so yes. your son's obviously growing up Terry. in Wynnum. Now, I heard Terry. Uh, Terry is actually more keen to leave Wynnum than you. Are. He gets the train to the city a fair bit. How does that make you feel? Does it feel like he's? Sort of betraying Wynnum. Yeah, I don't know. It's not necessarily a betrayal of Wynnum, but it's a betrayal of me. It fucking pisses me off. Mark, so you you mentioned that Timmy, your son, was yeah. doing um, was doing dancing, but you have tried to push him into rugby league. Yeah. Now, there have been criticisms, Mike, that this a is what? an attempt to sort of replicate your what? own failed rugby league career. Do you want to tell <laughs> us a little bit about that? Failed. Mate, I was the Seagulls seniors backup hooker for one season in 98 and was the sickest shit ever. Oh, cool. Yeah, imagine the scene. Semi-final. We're four points down. I come on, you know, make a great tackle. Mm. You know, do the hammy all straight away. But, I mean, that t- we only lost by two points. Oh, I had to do this to you, Mark, and put you on the spot. Oh, but yeah. um, he he was in the city nearby. Oh, oh. Um, Do you mind? Oh. T- Timmy's actually here. Oh, well, he that's, said, well, that's funny because I called, I called him Terry. But Terry. Mate, um, mate, who have you found? Well, I don't know who this is. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. He is, no, he's Terry. <laughs> It is Terry. Yeah, yeah, good. It is Terry. So he said yeah, he goes like by him. Timmy at dancing. Ah. Because uh, it rhymes with shimmy. <laughs> and, he, and he, you know, shimmy, like, shimmy, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out. Uh, uh, no, no, just kidding. No, no, I'll, I'll admit, like, I don't know crazy about the dancing, but fuck, shimmy, Timmy's a catchy name. It's pretty awesome. It'd be great if he was a winger and he could shimmy through back lines at ease, like a knife through butter. Well, that's something he did want to talk to you about. I oh, oh, will bring him in. Um, Terry, Terry, shimmy, Timmy. Okay. Do you mind if I, I'll step out? No, I think that's he okay. Just yeah. to have it. He he did ask me to arrange it so you guys could have this moment. No, so yeah, I'll just step out. no yeah. See uh, you, Henry. Hi, Dad. Okay. Go um, ahead, little Tez. Hi, Dad. Um, te- teriyaki. Th- thanks, thanks, um, Papa Dom, Dad. Um, Dad. Love I, our nicknames, little mate. Yeah, food nicknames. Um, mm. mate, I just wanted to ask you, Dad. Um, the reason I brought you in here today, um, and this is this is probably. The only, this is a conversation that could only take place on an amateur meandering podcast. On a, on a fantastic podcast, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't want to do rugby anymore. Ah, oh, okay. What, but I also that? don't want to do dancing. Oh, what do you want to be, little dude? I want to be... I want to go into improv. <laughs> oh, well, it's... <laughs> well, gee, if someone who wants to go into improv, Tez, you had to think for a while about that choice. How about a bit of yes and, mate? How about a bit of yes and? Sure, yeah, no, chores. I really want to go into improv. All right, well, then let's do a one-minute okay, father-son improv. Okay. You're at the groceries, and I've just knocked over a mango out of your hand. Um, oh, clean up on aisle, Dad. <laughs> 
I've never been prouder. I love you, Dad. I love you too, little mate. Never been prouder. Oh, what a great moment to have. Well, um, Mark, I'll probably let you go, I guess. Because the only reason I called you in here was actually because that was all set up by Terry. Oh, Uh, very. We really didn't want to talk to you. (laughs) I can't imagine And we really wish you'd go back to Wynnum. Okay. I'll say it. Feel free to stay there. Hey, well, nowhere I'd rather be. All right, I'll catch you for uh, Crazy Stupid Love on Monday night. I'll catch you. Can we do Rabbit instead? Okay, yeah, yeah. No. I heard it, oh, it's a bit scratched. It's a bit scratched, yeah. Terry licked it. Okie dokie. Well, uh, I guess... <laughs> we're saying okie dokie now? We're doing okie dokie. Oh, we're doing okie Have dokie. we not always been doing okie dokie? No, I've been saying, all right, we okay. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, a couple of okie dokies for you. Sound like Blinky Bill. Yeah. Did he say okie dokie? No, maybe. We've had a couple of okie jokies on this week's episode about Wynnum. Yeah, I think we've covered Wynnum. I like it. It's a it's a seaside Bay Area. There's ports, there's boats, yeah. there's fish and chips, there's bikes, there's retirees, there's Mark and his relationship with his son who wants to go into improv instead of rugby league. And uh, also instead of dancing. And also instead of yeah, dancing. Yeah, great nuance to that two people we met. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, love Wilhelm. I love talking about it. I love talking about Brisbane. And uh, we'll see you next week for a mystery suburb that will go unrevealed unless you listen to the episode. Stay tuned for more Unpacking. You're listening to Unpacking Brisbane. Brought to you by... Oh, no one yet. <laughs>